This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to meaningfully pursue racial justice in your day-to-day life? Keep listening to find out more about Jenny Booth Potter's own journey in her new book, Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, One Woman's Journey into Everyday Anti-Racism. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Proverbs chapter 28. The wicked person fled, though no one was pursuing. But the righteous person can be as confident as a lion. When a country is rebellious, it has many princes. But by someone who is discerning and knowledgeable, order is maintained. A poor person who oppresses the weak is like a driving rain without food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law contend with them. Evil people do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it all. A poor person who walks in his integrity is better than one who is perverse in his ways, even though he is rich. The one who keeps the law is a discerning child, but a companion of gluttons brings shame to his parents. The one who increases his wealth by increasing interest gathers it for someone who is gracious to the needy. The one who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. The one who leads the upright astray in an evil way will himself fall into his own pit, but the blameless will inherit what is good. A rich person is wise in his own opinion, but a discerning poor person can evaluate him properly. When the righteous rejoice, great is the glory. But when the wicked rise to power, people are sought out. The one who covers his transgressions will not prosper, but whoever confesses them and forsakes them will find mercy. Blessed is the one who is always cautious, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into evil. Like a roaring lion or a roving bear, so is a wicked ruler over a poor people. The prince who is a great oppressor lacks wisdom. But the one who hates unjust gain will prolong his days. The one who is tormented by the murder of another will flee to the pit. Let no one support him. The one who walks blamelessly will be delivered. But whoever is perverse in his ways will fall at once. The one who works his land will be satisfied with food. But whoever chases daydreams 
will have his fill of poverty. A faithful person will have an abundance of blessings, but the one who hastens to gain riches will not go unpunished. To show partiality is terrible, for a person will transgress over the smallest piece of bread. The stingy person hastens after riches and does not know that poverty will overtake him. The one who reproves another will in the end find more favor than the one who flatters with the tongue. The one who robs his father and mother and says there is no transgression is a companion to the one who destroys. The greedy person stirs up dissension, but the one who trusts in the Lord will prosper. The one who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but the one who walks in wisdom will escape. The one who gives to the poor will not lack, but whoever shuts his eyes to them will receive many curses. When the wicked gain control, people hide themselves. But when they perish, the righteous increase. Isaiah chapter 62 through chapter 63. Chapter 62. The Lord takes delight in Zion. For the sake of Zion, I will not be silent. For the sake of Jerusalem, I will not be quiet. Until her vindication shines brightly and her deliverance burns like a torch. Nations will see your vindication and all kings your splendor. You will be called by a new name that the Lord himself will give you. You will be a majestic crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal turban in the hand of your God. You will no longer be called abandoned, and your land will no longer be called desolate. Indeed, you will be called, My delight is in her, and your land married. For the Lord will take delight in you, and your land will be married to him. As a young man marries a young woman, so your sons will marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over a bride, so your God will rejoice over you. I post watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They should keep praying all day and all night. You who pray to the Lord, don't be silent. Don't allow him to rest until he reestablishes Jerusalem, until he makes Jerusalem the pride of the earth. The Lord swears an oath by his right hand, by his strong arm, I will never again give your grain to your enemies as food, and foreigners will not drink your wine, which you worked hard to produce. But those who harvest the grain will eat it, and will praise the Lord. Those who pick the grapes will drink the wine in the courts of my holy sanctuary. Come through, come through the gates, prepare the way for the people, build it, build the roadway, remove the stones, lift a signal flag for the nations. Look. The Lord announces to the entire earth, Say to daughter Zion, Look, your deliverer comes. Look, his reward is with him, and his reward goes before him. They will be called the holy people, the ones protected by the Lord. You will be called sought after, city not abandoned. Chapter 63 The Victorious Divine Warrior Who is this who comes from Edom, dressed in bright red, Coming from Basra, who is the one wearing royal attire, who marches confidently because of his great strength? It is I, the one who announces vindication and who is able to deliver. Why are your clothes red? Why do you look like someone who has stomped on grapes in a vat? I have stomped grapes in the wine press all by myself. No one from the nations joined me. I stomped on them in my anger. I trampled them down in my rage. Their juice splashed on my garments and stained all my clothes. For I look forward to the day of vengeance, and then payback time arrived. I looked, but there was no one to help. 
I was shocked because there was no one offering support. So my right arm accomplished deliverance. My raging anger drove me on. I trampled nations in my anger. I made them drunk in my rage. I splashed their blood on the ground. A prayer for divine intervention. I will tell of the faithful acts of the Lord, of the Lord's praiseworthy deeds. I will tell about all the Lord did for us, the many good things he did for the family of Israel because of his compassion and great faithfulness. He said, certainly, they will be my people, children who are not disloyal. He became their deliverer. Through all that they suffered, he suffered too. The messenger sent from his very presence delivered them. In his love and mercy, he protected them. He lifted them up and carried them throughout ancient times, but they rebelled and offended his Holy Spirit. So he turned into an enemy and fought against them. His people remembered the ancient times. Where is the one who brought them up out of the sea, along with the shepherd of his flock? Where is the one who placed his Holy Spirit among them, the one who made his majestic power available to Moses, who divided the water before them, gaining for himself a lasting reputation? who led them through the deep water. Like a horse running through the wilderness, they did not stumble, as an animal that goes down into a valley to graze. So the Spirit of the Lord granted them rest. In this way you guided your people, gaining yourself an honored reputation. Look down from heaven and take notice, from your holy, majestic palace. Where are your zeal and power? Do not hold back your tender compassion, for you are our Father. Though Abraham does not know us and Israel does not recognize us, you, Lord, are our Father. You have been called our protector from ancient times. Why, Lord, do you make us stray from your ways and make our minds stubborn so that we do not obey you? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your inheritance. For a short time, your special nation possessed a land, but then our adversaries knocked down your holy sanctuary. We existed from ancient times, but you did not rule over them. They were not your subjects. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and merciful God, the God who hears the cries, the prayers, the hopes, the longing, the confessions of your people, the God who hears us. Lord God, we thank you that you are faithful to hear your people. And we recognize that you have been hearing the cries of your people since ancient times, O God, as your people have cried out and have said back to you the promises that you have made. And God, we continue in this tradition today. We cry out to you, most holy and righteous and loving God, the God who does justice, the God who is holy, 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 the God who cares for us and who has called us by name unto yourself. We cry out to you these promises, O Lord, these promises that you would never leave us or forsake us, O God. So we pray right now for the one who feels forsaken, who feels dismissed and abandoned, O God. We pray right now that you would show them in a very real way, remind them through your word, by your spirit, amongst your people, O God, that they are not alone. They have not been abandoned that you, our God, is indeed a deliverer, and you delivered us magnificently at the cross through the work and obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ, but you continue to deliver your people now. We cry out to you, O God, and 
We knock on the doors of heaven and we pray for your divine intervention in areas of our lives where we feel like there's no way we can figure it out. We recognize the the limitation of our knowledge, our academic or scholastic knowledge, oh God. We recognize the limitations of our own physical strength or our connections or whatever we, we believe is before us, these tools that we use to move around this world, oh God. We recognize that unless you bless, unless you set free, unless you open doors, unless you shut doors, oh God, there are things that we are longing for and praying for that we cannot make happen through our own ingenuity, through our own thinking and our own reasoning, oh God, through our own connections. We need your intervention. So on behalf of those who have been praying prayers about situations that are stuck, situations that feel like there there is no breakthrough in sight, uh, situations that feel overwhelming, oh God, and hopeless, quite frankly, we cry out to you for your divine intervention to the God who has been doing praise worthy deeds from generation to generation. We cry out to the God who has been saving and rescuing people who didn't deserve to be saved or rescued, but you did it for your namesake and because your promises that you made to the people are yes and amen. And the promises that you have made to rescue us, to keep us, to love us, to deliver us are indeed yes and amen even today. And so we thank you, O God, that you hear our prayer and that we come before you boldly not because of our own worthiness, but boldly because of the work of Christ on the cross. And we come before you boldly recognizing what you have shared with us about your character and your love for us. And so we knock on the doors of heaven and we ask for divine intervention for those who are listening today. Oh God, intervene that we might give you all the praise and all the glory, knowing that it was not our ingenuity, that it was not our thinking, that it was not our connections, that it was not our ability to make good decisions that brought us through, but it was your mighty, mighty right arm delivering us, rescuing us once again. Would you do this for those who are listening and what area that they are lifting up to you right now? You know all about it, oh God. Would you deliver them in their work life, in their relationships, oh God, in the struggles they have in their physical body and related to their mental health, oh God, Uh, Whatever it might be, oh God, show yourself as the one who delivers your people because you are kind, you are compassionate, you are powerful, and you use your power on the agenda of your love, a love that is directed at your children. It is in Christ's name that we pray and we praise you now because you are the God who delivers us. Amen and amen. In her book, Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, Jenny Booth Potter shares her very imperfect but relentless journey of growing in awareness of racism, of reckoning with her own white privilege, and of learning how to be an anti-racism advocate alongside her young family. If you're anything like Jenny was, overwhelmed by the enormity of racism and compelled to do something, but uncertain if you can actually make any difference, then this book is for you. Join Jenny and see for yourself what everyday anti-racism looks like. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. 
Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.